Hey, this is Mac B. The Wolf. And this is Action Jackson from the Ugly American Werewolf in London Rock Podcast. Do you like Kiss? If you do, you should really listen to Tom and Zeus of Shout It Out Loudcast. They know their stuff and they're funny as hell. Shout It Out Loudcast. With Tom and Zeus. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dome Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This week, we're talking about something that is near and dear to our hearts. Grudge music. Did you just say we're going to talk about something (laughs) called religion? (laughs) Oh, don't worry. An Ali G show retrospective episode will be coming soon. (laughs) Would you, as a gesture? It's been quite boring, to be honest. (laughs) No, but we're talking about grunge music and the term big four, which let's be honest, most people in the music world, when you hear big four, I think it kind of originated with the thrash. Megadeth, yes. Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, Big Four. And then grunge comes over and everyone's like, Big Four of grunge, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Soundgarden. Is that the Big Four? Should there be a Big Five? Should there be a Big Six? We're going to talk about it. We said, let's talk about grunge. And you said the Big Four. And I'm like, what's the Big Four? And you're like, you know what I'm talking about. And it's just, yep. uh, we right off the top, I'm like, we have, we have a disagreement right there. It well, isn't I the get- Big Four. Well, I, I get you're right. Personally, we have a disagreement, but I think, like I said, with 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 thrash, it's like it's universally people people who probably don't follow grunge or who don't like grunge. It's universally understood that those are like the biggest, the big four, not not the best the, four, or not your favorite four. Hold on, it's the big f- Seattle four. That's the difference. Well, yeah, because grunge is, is a Seattle product, but I know, I, yeah, well, I know where you're going with this, and I'm ready to shoot. Because you down. I will tell you right now, if I if you want to define what's really grunge music and that style, uh, Abandoned Chicago is more grunge than a couple of those bands. One of those albums is that's not a, they're not a Smashing Pumpkins is not a grunge band. Uh, to me, they're uh, quintessential Gish and Siamese Dreams well, is uh, uh, is more grunge than any artist other than I would say Nirvana of the other big three, which I think is probably the least grunge out of all of them, which is where the discussion, which is where the discussion comes of what is grunge. Because if you start looking at all those proto grunge bands that came before Alice in Chains, you're looking at like mother ads, green river, green river, all that other mud, honey. Yes. They were kind of spun out of that punk revolutionary. And then you started getting into, you know, Allison Chains, they're a metal band. Soundgarden, they're a metal band. Pearl Jam, they're a, they're a, a, like a classic classic, cl- classic American rock band. Like that's why I think grunge 
Nirvana's punk pop. Right. And I think trying to describe grunge is kind of like trying to describe like hair metal or that old cliche about that politician with pornography. I know what it is when I see it. Well, because then what you had is bands like Candlebox, who was a Seattle band. That's nothing to do with those other bands, but But they got thrown in. A band like Live got thrown in there, right? Other bands are kind of like, we're in the alternative umbrella that all of a sudden now, are they grunge? Because they want to put a label on it. Just just like, uh, just like the hair metal thing. Like we talk about bands like they're not hair metal. But they, but Tesla, they came out in the in the mid late eighties. Like, oh, they're they're not hair metal. Like you said, Candlebox, their their career was even around before some of these bands. They just never made it big. And when they made it big, they thought they were a a a Pearl Jam ripoff when they were around, you know, early nineties, late eighties. Yep, yep. You know, and then there there are plenty of other. When Green Day came out. I was like, dude, this is the biggest, most blatant Nirvana ripoff with the fucking strumming, the lead singer, the cord, like the three chords. Three chords yeah. yeah. And just screaming and, and being, yeah. oh, I'm crazy. I'm alternative and, and shit like that. And I'm like, this is such a ripoff of Nirvana. And they're not. And they really didn't get put in that grunge, but some people did. It's in that alternative, the punk hard rock kind of music. But it, it all depends. So I will tell you this, Tom. We said let's talk about what's the big four. We didn't. We I, didn't. I'm, 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 let me cut you off real quick. There's one band we've been talking for a few minutes. One band neither of us have mentioned. And then obviously there's Stone Temple Pilots, who when they first got out, everybody was, oh, that's a Pearl Jam clone. And I, I will grant you that Core is more grunge than anything they've done. Oh yeah, because to me, more, to, to, yeah. to me, to me, Stone Temple Pilots is a true alt rock band and they got yep. more alt the further they yeah, went avant-garde Pur- like yeah. alternative art, like kind of music. Art, yeah like art rock like uh, pur- purple was a good blend of of art like art rock alternative rock grunge and then by the time they get to tiny music they just they that's when they lost me actually in the tiny music album yeah they uh they definitely changed and evolved their sound big time but they're in that so I, let's say this there yeah. are four bands that I, I'm agree- 100% agreeing with you. And that's yeah. the big four in Seattle. More than any other band, if you say the word grunge, uh, to me, that means Nirvana. That's the quintessential. Yeah. Anytime there's a conversation, nobody says, oh, Nirvana's not grunge. That's yeah. grunge to me. Okay. Yeah. Then there'd be Pearl Jam is another one that gets thrown in there. Yeah. I would agree. That's two. Then there's Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. I agree. That's the grunge big four right there. If you're sticking to that and saying to me, you would, it's more the Seattle big four. However, and then then for me, a band that, you know, how much I adore and probably my favorite grunge album out of all of them. uh, And maybe we'll do this on ARC is screaming trees, which is grunge, which is to me. And I'm not just saying it's because I love sweet oblivion and, and, those other albums, Uncle Anesthesia and, and, and that kind of stuff. That to me really incorporates grunge. The vocals, the vibe. It's not, it's not like real heavy like Alice in Chains at Soundgarden. It's not real poppy like Pearl Jam. It's not real punky like Nirvana. It kind of checks off it, it to me. It's more of like that really almost like proto-grunge with a little bit of melody. Which is why I think that album to me is just absolutely—it's perfection for me as for that album. 
Um, but that band, everybody thinks they're like a one hit wonder. Nearly lost you from the single soundtrack, which we've covered. Not, it's not, they're not right. Of course. Um, Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on getting real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with factor meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. 
but the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill, or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and so, Tom, I would argue when you say grunge, there's a big six. Okay. So I would put STP and I would put Smashing Pumpkins in there. And, and there's a reason why, okay? Not just because they... um like their songs, I like them in their big bands and stuff like that. But I think those six are way above everybody else. And I'm not yeah. saying Smashing Pumpkins and STP are up there with Pearl Jam Nirvana, but I'm saying the floor yeah, at Smashing Pumpkins, STP, Alice Chain, Soundgarden, and then everybody underneath. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's a big drop. So there are bands like Hole. Screaming trees that are kind of around there underneath, not too hole. far down. Live through this by hole. Great is, album. Ar- is arguably one of the great grunge albums of all time. And then if you can talk about other grunge, here's a band that they didn't really know what they were, and they then they became they became alternative rock. But even the Foo Fighters debut album, that's wicked fuzzy guitars, alternative yeah. heavy yeah, yeah, gu- guitar-driven stuff. Um, but that came out kind of like when there really was no grunge that came out in the because if you think about yeah because if you think about the grunge itself is kind of like the when you talk about like the slasher era of horror movies everybody thinks it was like this like huge time consuming era of music it really was like only about three or four years total and then you started having all the hangers on and all the ripoff guys trying to be the next nirvana the next pearl jam um but the difference with stone temple pilots and smashing pumpkins i think they were grunge ish at times, like we talked about, but Smashing Pumpkins to me became a full-blown alternative rock band. I mean, that melancholy and the infinite sadness, there's nothing grunge on that, really. So at one point really? you were asking me earlier, what are you doing? Fucking writing down notes? I'm like, no. But I wanted to, I did take down something that I wanted yeah. to bring to your attention. Yeah, go the ahead. reason why I say Big Six. Yeah, and I get it. I, yeah, is, I get you. It's not just because of that. It's also the success level. Mm-hmm. So obviously Soundgarden gets put in there because critically, but if you look at the numbers, bad, Mo- I'll go to the top three albums from all these bands. Yeah. So bad motor finger only went up to number 39. Super unknown went to number one down on the upside, went to number two. Okay. Yeah. So they had a number one album. They had a number two album. So that's great. Down on the upside, platinum, bad motor finger, double platinum, super unknown, six times platinum. Go over to Smashing Pumpkins. Gish, Platinum. So that evens out with uh, Down on the Upside. Siamese Dream, four times Platinum. Which almost, you know, it's better than Bad Motor Fring and almost as good as Super Unknown. And then Melancholy is Diamond because it's a double album. It went five times Platinum. Melancholy went to number one. Uh, Siamese Dream went all the way up to number 10. So they each had number one albums. I would say that Smashing Pumpkins three albums have are way more successful than Soundgarden. When okay. Melancholy came out and um and Bullet with Butterfly Wings out, Soundgarden has never had a song as big as that song. That song was like the biggest song in music, not just alternative or grunge. That song and that video was huge. And then tonight, tonight, all those songs 
all those videos were way ahead. They were like considered the ones that took up the mantle after Nirvana left because Pearl Jam started going way alternative with yield and no code. And yet Smashing Pumpkin was putting out stuff that were hitting the charts, all their songs, all their videos. So I think they, for a while, were the biggest band for one point. So to me, it's, and they're not, you know, they're below the other ones as far, much below for me, how much I like them, but I got to give them credit. To me, I, I can't say Soundgarden has had more success or popularity. I think critically they have than Smashing Pumpkins, but you got to put it up there. Now, if you go to well, hold on, hold on. I want to jump in on this. So I, I understand okay. what you're saying. I, I want to. I understand what you're saying. But to, uh, record sales are that's that does that has no to, to me. But that do doesn't you give credit to being something. It's like one of those things when they did about baseball, like about Jim Rice and whether he makes the Hall of Fame for like a period of years. He was the best hitter in baseball. For like three, Here's, four years. Yeah, of course so he to was. Me, that My favorite is, baseball player growing yeah, up. Same here. That, for me, gives you more credit than, oh, I had four more All-Stars in you know, a longer career. Here's the counter-argument, though, to the Sashing Pumpkins record sales, though. Okay? Yeah, maybe in that in that timeline of, of music, they were bigger than Soundgarden. However, I will tell you this. It's been it's no secret, especially to you, what I think about sound, uh, Smashing Pumpkins in the year 2023. Gish, Siamese Dreams, and Melancholy and Infinite Sadness cannot hold a fucking candle to Bad Motor Finger, Super Unknown, and Down on the Upside. Those no, three Soundgarden. That's not those, true. Those, okay, well, it, it's my yeah, opinion. Not so my, yeah, okay. My opinion and is you making, think it doesn't. It I think. Doesn't. I think I think those Smashing Pumpkins album. I think Siamese Dreams. Siamese Dream is a timeless album. Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. To me, I, 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 it reminds me of like Dookie by Green Day. It was very of the time. I think the I think both bands suck in 2023, and it, and I think neither of those albums to me. I could throw them down on the upside. Bad Motor Finger, Superno, right now, and they sound kick ass, heavy, fresh, and not of the time to me. But that's also because I like Soundgarden. Way more than both of those two shitty bands. Yeah, I, I like Smashing Pumpkins, and I okay. think those albums do hold. I, I'm sorry, but fucking the opening track to Siamese Dream Cherub Rock. That's amazing. May, may, may beat every fucking song that yeah, opened up during that time period. And it's in the lyrically, vocally, all that stuff. I think yeah. he's amazing. I do. I think he's yeah. one of the most annoying human beings of all time. But I can't take away the, the credit on that. The other one I was going to say is then you get into Stone Temple Pilots. Yep. Who, between Core, Purple, and Tiny Music, you had eight platinum, six times platinum, yep. two times platinum, a number four album, a number one album, a number three album. So do they, can you say Soundgarden? It should be in a big four number than STP. Oh, absolutely. You should. Of course. Well, but remember, we're talking, we're not talking record sales because, like, when, when you talk. Popularity, too, though. No, no, no. Record See, sales. I'm, not I'm not even talking popularity. I'm talking about, I'm, when I say big four, whether it's, again, thrash or grunge, I'm talking about the, the, the term defined grunge is this band i'm not saying these bands sold the most records i'm saying when you think when you think of garbage think of akeem okay when you think of grunge these are the bands 
that solidify that term. I'm not talking about popularity, record sales, etc. Because it's because more Seattle in their part of the Seattle sound. And maybe. And but it's like all... this, we we've talked about before. Like, what's the big four of hair metal? I mean, that's a future episode. I don't want. Don't even answer that right now. I'm just saying because that is a future episode, of course. But that it's also like because those ant like you think Anthrax and Slayer have sold a fraction of the records that Metallica has. You think Megadeth has sold a fraction? I mean, so but that yeah, those, but those, that's why I don't four... believe in that shit because I think Metallica's in and of itself on its own, right? Because but, the but other that's... three are like. Not even fucking close to popularity because you're because because you're using pop right because because you're using popularity as a gauge. I'm using I'm using their musical styles. Period. Forget about even selling one record. I'm just saying the sound of the band Um, is defining the term. That's where I come in, which is why it's questionable to even say. I would say Smashing Pumpkins. Fits in with Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, and Nirvana more than Pearl Jam does. Sound. That's I won't. I don't think I would argue with that because Pearl Jam is uh, Pearl Jam is weird because they really they they balanced the beam between classic rock and alternative rock. And in terms of grunge, I mean, as much Ten is a perfect album. That's not grunge. No. Even Versus is probably more grunge than anything they've ever done. Because then you get to Vitalogy and they get real experimental. No code is even more experimental. Yeah, that's when they were like fucking right. You know what? We don't want to make. We don't want to be popular. Let's do something that is not going to be on the exactly, charts. exactly. And I think, and I think, in terms of grunge, the sound. I think In Utero is more grunge than Nevermind. I'm not saying it's better than Nevermind. I think it's oh, almost it's more, way more. I, th- I, I think agree it's way you. more grunge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. Uh, in my opinion, grunge, I think of the the one thing that sticks out to me more than anything is feedback. Oh, that, that distortion. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit that that Which Nir- Nirvana I mean, was great at that. And and so was and especially so was smashing pumpkin. Simon's dream fucking, might be the most distorted yeah, album. Yeah, like Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's to me. Alice in Chains had a little bit of that, too. Yep. But, Pearl Jam is too clean. The guitar is classic rock guitar. It is when you totally think of even flow and how kick ass the guitars are on that. Yeah, it's that's riffy. not it's, ri- it's riffy. It's got a bridge. It's got a big soaring oh. chorus. But here's the similarities between that album and the other albums. Songs, the way they write their songs, yeah. Ly- uh, uh, titles of songs that don't actually are in the song, mm-hmm. uh, lyrics that are made up of like sometimes 20 words yep words that are dragged out and you you have the lyrics in front of you and you're reading it and you're like i still don't know what he's fucking talking about yep. vocals that you hard to distinguish yep that is a similar trait i think in all of these even a ba- even a band that we didn't even talk about it but even a band like mother love bone which became pearl jam mother love bone if you go back and listen to them, that band that's like an arena rock band like they were they weren't even grunge no no and, and when you hear Listen to the words in the vocals on yeah. the big six. Yep. Have, have, were you ever able to be like, I can understand what the fuck Scott Weiland is singing? No. I have fucking no idea what you're saying. No idea. Eddie Vedder? No idea. Lane Definitely Stanley? not Eddie Vedder. No. no. No, Kurt. I can't fucking hear. You need the lyrics. Yeah. Similar trait. Yeah. I mean, do you need lyrics to hear what 
Janie Lane is saying in in fucking cherry pie. <laughs> We'll, we'll 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 get we'll do a big four hair metal that'll get that'll come but, up soon. But am I right? You no, know I got what it. he's saying. Yeah, no, I know. My cherry pie. Right, and then go and then go listen to Yellow Lead Better by Pearl Jam <laughs> and tell me if you can interpret one word without the lyrics in front of you on your phone. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Home sweet home. That's it. Got it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yep. Go listen to fucking Lounge Act by Nirvana when he hits that last fucking chorus. You're like, what the fuck is he saying? The one thing I will say about these bands that people, you know, we know obviously there's a lot of listeners out there that are going to see this pop up on their podcast feed and be like, ah, fucking grunge. grunge, grunge. But I'll tell you, kill yourself. Yeah, that's uneducated music people right there kill yourself give me a break thanks kurt for pointing that shotgun at your fucking head and ruin it for everybody <laughs> what are you talking about i had my my daughter was in the car driving her back her and her friend from field hockey and i had nirvana playing and we were singing about something she's like oh that's a nice song title it was i hate myself Self and, and want to die yep. Beavis and, yep. and then it's like if you think about it to these kids who have no idea Oh, yeah. you're like, oh, Kurt Cobain killed himself. Oh, yeah, Chris Cornell, Chris Cornell killed, killed himself. Scott Weiland dead. Uh, Mark Lane Staley dead. Lane, Lane Staley, Staley dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that scene in Austin Powers. Andrew people, Wood pe- dead. People, people I know. <laughs> Mama Cass dead ham sandwich. Like, it's, it's like everybody's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they had that lifestyle. It's the music. What are they writing about the clothing? That's the other aspect that oh, connects the whole, the, all these bands. The image, the look, the um, the attitude, the non rock star attitude and look, uh, the lyrics, the vocals, the guitar, the distortion. But the thing about these bands, though, the music right now, thirty years later, to me, and I know to you, and I know to some of the listeners out there. It still sounds fucking kick ass. It sounds fresh. It doesn't Indeed, sound. It, does. yeah. it doesn't sound. Go listen to Dirt. Go listen to Pearl Jam Ten. Go listen to these albums. They sound. They're not to me. Again, they're not dated. Go listen to fucking Dookie by Green Day. That's a pile of Dookie. That album's <laughs> fucking horrible. Now, it's when not, I was in when okay. I when, it's terrible. The fucking bands. Billy Joe Armstrong is fucking horrible. The band's terrible. Terrible, terrible band. And Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins, terrible fucking lunatic that guy is. Awful. But anyways, that's a separate, that's a whole separate thing. But my point is the music survives, I think. I don't, I mean, when you listen to hair metal, a lot of it is you're listening to it for nostalgic reasons. Okay. But you're not going to sit here and go, you know what? Let's put the X in sex. Yes. I mean, now you will, because I know you love that song. I do. But and and, and I and it's it's a fun song. But what I'm saying is, like, if you go and listen to like Wood or Them Bones or or you know In Bloom or whatever, those songs are kick ass. Still, go watch We Die Young the video. Yes, when they're at the pool and fucking Lane begins it with a ooh, he does that old yeah yeah Yeah. and then and you see Jerry fucking banging his head. You're like, holy. Fuck. We die young is facelift. I mean, we didn't even talk about facelift. My God. So I mean, when I play that stuff, and uh, a teacher asked Kalia because she likes to wear Nirvana stuff. Nice. Uh, 
like, oh, he tried to test her. Oh, name a song that pulled yeah, that shit. And so she started pulling out other obst- obscure kind of stuff. She likes even in his youth. And he's like, that's not a song by them. She's like, yes, it is. <laughs> I like how she's getting right? into arguments. That's yes. awesome. Yes. And uh, but when you play these songs and you listen to the production and you listen to yeah. it nice and clean, you think back to yourself, like, what was it like when this music first came out on the scene and you, you had no it. history and you'd only discover more stuff by radio or going to your record stores. That's it. It was yep. no fucking internet Wikipedia. You no, had to you, figure half, it out. Half, half, half the CDs we owned was because we went to the store. We went to the record store, went to strawberries in Brockton. Oh, it would shot. be like, it would be like, oh, I think that's how I came across the Candlebox CD. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think, I, yeah, all right, whatever. This is cool. I mean, that actually, that actually is a good album. That Candlebox album is actually so, really good. To me, when we go back and we're like, let's have a discussion, Big Four. I think when you say grunge, there's a big six. It's okay. the big six. Yep. And every and there's a couple other bands underneath there that have some good stuff. But if you want to talk about the period, it's those six bands combined. Because I can't talk about grunge in that era without definitely having Siamese Dream in there, Core and Purple and all those other albums. Yep. So uh, to do I think they're as good as the other ones? Yeah, I do. I really do. I think that those albums are just as good as Bad Motor Finger and fucking... Uh, is a fucking in utero and what's the other one? Vitology and all that other stuff. There's there's some great albums from all six bands. Oh yeah. And when you say grunge, to me, that's what I my mind goes to. I gotcha. Okay. And so I would hope that some of you guys that are like ah, ah, ah heard some of these albums that we just mentioned and actually give them a shot. You know, just like you tell us, oh, you gotta hear fucking winger's sixth album and shit yeah you guys need to start listening to some of these grunge albums and listen to it not with the fucking minds killed my hair metal right but give it a shot i'm telling you you guys gonna walk away being like holy shit what have i been missing i hope so yeah till next time tom peace out girl scout